We are talking with Jason Munn, sports writer for the Memphis Commercial Appeal. He has followed the Express all season long, and everybody wants to know what's going on with Johnny Manziel. He's in camp now. Have you had a chance to talk to him? Have you watched him play? Uh, no and no. Uh, yeah, he got into, uh, from my understanding, he got into town um, pretty late Sunday Sunday night, and uh, and then he was not made available uh, yesterday on Monday. Although he, um, they did put him out on the field for a little while, I guess for a light workout with uh, the quarterbacks coach and the offensive coordinator. Um, so I, I think you know we we they put the the Memphis Express the team photographer was out there and they snatched a few photos and put them out on social media. So we got that's really the only glimpse we've gotten of him uh, since he got here. Um, uh, and, and we are scheduled to talk to him later this afternoon. Uh, the media, they're going to make him available to the media uh, at a press conference this afternoon. So uh, eagerly looking forward to that. But no, um, I've spoken to the team president and the general manager, uh, Koshay Irby and Will Lewis, um, over the past couple of days and um, kind of tried to get a sense of how things are you know, how things are, are, are going since they, since they brought him in. Um, and, and they say, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a wide-eyed uh, determination on the part of uh, Mr. Manziel. He um, kind of, he, he, they, they described him as like a college freshman on the first day of class. You know, he, he, he's been to school before, but never quite, you know, doesn't really know any of the teachers, doesn't really know any of the uh, his classmates just yet. So, um, you know, that's kind of the impression that I got. And uh, and then uh, they'll they'll hit the practice field tomorrow. Johnny Manziel has what I would call a high-risk, high-reward potential. I mean, we know what he is. We know his talent. We know just about everything that's happened with him. But we've started to realize, too, that there's some mental illness that is involved. So not that necessarily that excuses behavior but maybe gives you an ability to understand and predict it a little bit and maybe get some treatment so it's not as if johnny manzel is coming in without tools because we just know him better and coaches are going to know and they're going to understand and johnny manzel obviously wants an opportunity is he the heir apparent for the quarterback job oh i think so um you know uh this past weekend when Memphis went to Salt Lake, they lost Zach Mettenberger uh, for the year. He was placed on a reserve after, um, you know, pretty pretty soon. Uh, as soon as they could get him there, they, they put him on injured reserve because he uh, uh, suffered a, a pretty severe ankle injury um, on the first offensive snap of the game uh, this past Saturday. So, uh, you know, that kind of leaves the only quarterbacks on the roster now are Johnny, Christian Hackenberg and Brandon Silvers. And, you know, I mean, no knock on Brandon Silvers. He played, he played well in relief duty, uh, 242 yards, one touchdown. Um, uh, but we, you know, I, I think, I think, I think Johnny is the, uh, is, is, he should be the guy. I mean, you know, there's four games left in the season. You're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs quite yet. Um, I, I think we can all kind of assume that Brandon Silvers, he hasn't, 
you know, they, they didn't see enough in him to this point to uh, to put him into the game. The only time he's played is uh, in mop-up duty in the season opener against uh, Birmingham when they got shut out 26 to nothing, and then this past week when uh, when when Mettenberger went down. So they haven't seen enough in him to to feel like he has what it takes to start um, to this point, and and they went out and got Johnny Manziel. So I, I I think that you know I'm not sure Johnny will start this weekend. I do believe he will play. Um, I'm not sure he'll start, um, and even if he does start, I don't know if he'll play a whole uh, you know a whole game. Um, but I do think that is the plan. Uh, I'm not sure he would have come here. Uh, I'm not sure he would have signed on with the Alliance of American Football if there weren't at least some overtures made that he would be the guy. So uh, I, I do I do feel like he is probably going to be the uh, the guy who gets the the lion's share of the snaps at quarterback the rest of the season. I have to wonder when I hear people talk about him learning the playbook. Let's be honest. Johnny Manziel kind of goes as he wants to go. He can freelance pretty well. So, you know, he has to play in the system. But some of his potential is based on his ability to improvise. No doubt about it. He is a gunslinger. And uh, that's that's kind of when he's been at his most successful is when he's been able to, when he's had the uh, uh, the, the, the liberty to uh to improvise like you said and so um you know why would you want to take that away from him you know uh that's again that's when he's been his most successful and uh in talking to general manager uh, will lewis um yesterday you know the way he described it to me was that a lot of the concepts and terminology that that are in place uh with with the memphis offense currently uh they're very similar to um, the offense that Johnny ran at Texas A&M. And so the, the learning curve, they don't expect the learning curve to be that steep. Um, you know, they, they, Will told me, you know, he's not going to uh, throw him to the wolves and, and you know, they're going to make sure he's prepared and, and, you know, they don't want to throw him out there and let him get burned and then that, that hurts his confidence and it becomes a, a uh, snowball effect and you know they don't want that but uh they feel the impression that i was given is that they feel good enough um already on on monday uh that that he will at least see some time um this weekend now if he you know if he catches on a lot faster than uh than than they even they think uh he will over the next three four days then maybe he does play um, the majority of the game on Sunday. So, um, yeah, no, I definitely think that he's got uh, – because, again, at this point, you're one in five if you're the Express. What do you have to lose? What are the chances, you think, with him as a consistent starter of the Express making the playoffs? Granted, they're behind you know Birmingham, the legends that are getting better. The Apollos aren't going to be knocked out of the playoffs. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, no, no. I think the Apollos are, uh, are 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 pretty much a lock at this point, and uh, so yeah. So the Express are one game behind third place, um, Atlanta, uh, and they face Atlanta again. 
um, later this season. And so the likelihood of them being able to jump to leapfrog Atlanta is pretty good um, if things improve. Um, Birmingham is now, I believe, 4-2, and two, and uh, they get Birmingham this weekend. So it kind of starts this weekend. If you can beat Birmingham at home, um, no matter who the quarterback is, uh, then that's that's a big big first step toward toward kind of getting yourself back in the conversation. You know, say Atlanta loses this weekend and and Memphis wins, then they're two games they're tied for third and they're two games back of uh, of uh, of Birmingham with three to go. It's not it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility. Birmingham is like a team with two different identities. It can be really really good or it just grinds its ways to win, and some of those wins they got were not necessarily wins that I left thinking, "Wow, this is a high-powered team." No doubt about it. I mean, even even their twenty-six to nothing win against Memphis in the season opener that was a nine-nothing game going into the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and a couple of those field goals that they got early in that game were the result of. Uh, Memphis turnovers you know it wasn't like they controlled the clock and marched down the field and and controlled the tempo and that sort of thing and just couldn't punch it into the end zone no they were their defense was uh, taking the ball away from Christian Hackenberg and uh, and and you know then they were they were kind of not able to punch it in you know eventually they did uh, late in the game they got Trent Richardson down there by the goal line and he did what he has done all season long uh vulturing touchdowns but um you know I'm, I'm with you I, I haven't seen you know <laughs> Birmingham could just as easily be two and four or one and five as they are four and two they've had a lot of things go their way and they've got a, the best defense in the league so you can't take that away from them for sure, for sure, they definitely have playmakers on defense, and uh, and they are very good, um, very stingy, and uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter who they face; they're they're gonna they're gonna make uh, the other offense uh, earn every every point and every yard. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. I love talking football with you. Continue your great work, work covering the Express and the league, and we'll. We'll catch up with you later on in the season. Yeah, anytime. I appreciate you for having me on. Jason Mons, sports reporter, Memphis Express beat reporter for the Commercial Appeal in Memphis. Thanks for tuning in. Jason, I really, really appreciate it. I may actually do something with this today just because of the urgency. Okay. Um, 